Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the College to Pro.com NFL Draft Lab. of the C2P. I'm your show host, Bo Marchand. As always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us as we bring you the next collection of tomorrow's NFL stars. And we have a fantastic guest today, the former Tennessee Vols standout edge rusher, a pure disruptive force. It's none other than Daryl Taylor. Daryl, welcome to the program. How's the day treating you? Today's treating me really well. I just finished up some rehab, so I'm about to get a smoothie now. <laughs> Uh, what is the what's the smoothie flavor of choice, or do you, do you change it up, or do you have a staple flavor that you get every day? Uh, I have a staple flavor. It's called a Bahama Mama, and it's from the uh, it's from Tropical Smoothie, and it's the, probably the best one on the menu. <laughs> I love it. And and, and, and this, I guess before we get into all the positive things that you bring to the table, how's how's rehab going, and how good do you feel, and when do you think you're going to be ready to be 100 percent? I think it's going really good. I'm going to try to have my pro day, uh, like a personal pro day. I'm going to try to have it April 15th, but uh, I think everything's going really well, and my leg is healing how it's supposed to, and everything is going in uh, orderly fashion. Definitely. And, and for you, I mean, you I mean, you are – I mean, I, I, I'm actually going to quote Jim Nagy, the, the senior bowl director. I'm sure you heard it. He called you a physical specimen. And when you think of Nagy's background, I mean, the guy's been covering football for – scouting 20 years so when he says that I, I really speak did did you hear him say that and if you haven't I mean what, what's it what's your reaction to knowing that a guy with that much experience calls you a physical specimen well, I think it's a very great compliment um, I definitely appreciate him for saying that and inviting me to the scene but just to uh, be down there and get some experience with these NFL teams and to be around them and get coached up by some great coaches and, and just to be in their presence uh, have the I think it's definitely uh, one of a lifetime opportunity to be there and have that experience. Definitely. And then you obviously, you're, you know, in, in Annapolis, you didn't do the workouts. But what was it like, you know, I'm, you know, I think the senior ball had the help in terms of just getting you acclimated to talking with teams and coaches and scouts. Then you go to the combine, you have these formal meetings, informal meetings. How did the formal meetings go, you know, when you see, the, you know, the owner, or the GM and the head coaches? Is that a little surreal moment? Yeah, it was definitely surreal because I got to do it at the senior bowl a little bit. And when I did it at the combine, it was like it was more surreal because it was the NFL combine that I got invited to just to be there and be around some of the best players in college football. So it was definitely a surreal moment, and I'm very thankful for it. Yeah, and it, it well-deserved, Daryl. I mean, a fabulous career. I'm, I'm sure Coach Pruitt, Jeremy Pruitt, he's going to miss – having you do all those special things that you were able to do to the vows. I mean, uh, again, disruptive force, so much athleticism. I'm curious, I mean, growing up, Pop Warner, Pee Wee, were you playing way back in the day? And if you were, were you that kid that was that much better? I mean, the kids scoring touchdowns week in, week out? Yeah, I definitely was. I was a guy. I was a defensive guy, so I was making a bunch of plays on defense. And I was kind of bigger when I was little, so we had a weight limit. And uh, I didn't pass the weight limit. I was too heavy to uh, put my hands on the ball. So um, 
I was just on offense being an offensive line or a tight end that doesn't touch the ball. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Once again, Daryl Taylor, the Tennessee Vol standout edge rusher, kind enough to join us here on the C2P as we talk a little college football and NFL draft as this young man paints his path towards the next level, and that's the 2020 NFL draft and on the bigger and better things. So you're you're doing you're a little too big. You're not allowed to have the ball. Kind of take us through your progression of you know how you ended up as that outside linebacker, defensive end. You know I'm you know I'm sure you played lots of other positions, but kind of take us how you started to fall into that mold and and did, became the guy that we're talking to today. Yeah. So in um, Pop Warner, I played um, defensive end. So it was, defensive end was always what I played, and I kind of grew into that mode of playing it in high school and. In middle school, I played a little bit of quarterback and everything. So uh, when I got to college, uh, I got recruited as a defensive end. I was the smallest defensive end at Tennessee. I recruited that year. I was 215 coming in. And uh, for three years, I played defensive end and uh, sat behind Bar- Barnett and Corey Varane and LaTroy Lewis and learned from those guys. And then when Coach Pruitt got there, that's when I uh, played outside linebacker for him. And it was pretty much kind of what I did in high school. So it felt kind of natural and normal to be in that position and play – uh, due to all those different things that he asked us to do. Now, now at this next level, you talking with all these teams, um, do people see you as a four-three-three-four guy, or does everybody kind of see you as that outside linebacker? I think some teams see me as a four-three with my hand in the dirt, uh, rushing the passer all the time, and some guys, I mean, some teams see me as outside backer and uh, like a jack uh, backer that rushes a lot, but also do uh, some Sam and uh, being uh, involved in the coverage a little bit. Nice. And you feel comfortable doing all that? Yeah, I feel comfortable doing both because what I've done all at Tennessee and throughout high school. Yeah, and and you haven't, and you've done it well. Now, you are a sack artist. I always like to compare you guys to the dunk masters that I grew up watching and the Dominique Wilkins and the Michael Jordans and the Clyde Drexlers. Um, what's your favorite way, Daryl, to get to the quarterback? What's that signature move that you know you're going to kind of get that sack? Uh, my signature move to go to is the arm ball, which everyone calls the long arm. Uh, just working off that and using my power and speed at the same time. <clears throat> and I like to bend the edge a lot because I, um, for me to be so big, I still have a lot of speed. So I like to bend the edge a lot where tackles can't touch me or they just push me into the quarterback. <laughs> I love it. And you you were able to do that uh, fairly well. I mean, I, I think what, uh, Jimmy, what, almost, almost what, 16 and a half, 17 sacks. In the last two seasons, I mean, you were really getting after it. And uh, like I said, you're you're disruptive behind the line of scrimmage. How much goes into your athleticism, Daryl, and how much is like film study and preparation that kind of makes the whole thing work for you? I mean, because, I mean, you have great get-off, but, I mean, is it all just athleticism? How much time do you kind of spend watching film that, you know, even helps you react quicker to what the, oppo- you know, the opponents are going to do? Yeah, athleticism too, but – it can't uh, athleticism can only go so far without hard work. So I work hard every day in the weight room. I stay in the weight room all the time. And when uh, I'm not doing that, I'm in the film room and I'm making sure that I'm perfecting everything uh, on the practice field. So I stay in the uh, weight room. I watch a lot of film with my coaches and also with my teammates. So I make sure I'm doing those things to make sure that I can be uh, as, as disruptive on Saturdays and now about to be Sundays uh, as much as I possibly can. <laughs> Definitely. I, I, I definitely think you're going to be one of those guys. And, and not because you're on the show. I mean, we do other shows where we don't have any guests on and we just talk about the game of football. But I promise you, Daryl, if you went back and you listened to some of them, you're one of those guys, I think, personally, that I think you're, you know, I thought, one, you had a great vault 
but I, I really think you're going to be an impact type guy at the next level. I mean, I, you know, absent of the injury, I think if you were, you know, a hundred percent ready as of right now, I, you know, I think you'd even be creating a better buzz, a bigger buzz, but nonetheless, I mean, I think the team that gets you, I mean, I think they're going to, I really think they're going to get a gem and you're going to be one of those guys that, uh, you know, it becomes a household name again, in my humble opinion, but again, uh, that's why we're so excited to get you on the show today. Once again, the C2P with the Tennessee Vols standout, Daryl Taylor, taking some time, talking some NFL draft and Vols football. Um, I ask this of all the guys that come on the show, and I mean, there's nothing that these scouts aren't going to know about you at this point, but is there anything that these guys need to know that will benefit you? I mean, we talked about your film study, your weight room warrior, team captain, um, maybe some of the things you did systematically at Tennessee didn't allow you to showcase skills. I mean, what do these guys need to know that they may not yet that they should? Um, I honestly think they know everything. I think that um, I didn't really get a chance to rush this passer as much as I wanted to, but I definitely think my uh, coach and my uh, team did a great job of putting me in a uh, position to make plays. So I definitely thank them for that and getting me to this point. So, uh, but they definitely know that I can get after the quarterback and they, uh, they seen that on film. So, I think the um, other thing I can show them that I'm very athletic and I can do and pretty much anything on the field. So I'm very confident in that. And I'm going into uh, preparing for the NFL draft. Once my leg is healed up and everything, uh, everybody will be able to see that. Definitely. And, and that, that, that excellent response, Daryl. Um, for you, I'm sure – I'm sure your phone was blowing up. There was a ton of different agencies and people wanting to represent you. But how did you know A3 was going to be the perfect fit for you? And, you know, and big decision, but, you know, great group of people. How did you know they were going to be the right people moving forward? I talked to my agent, Isaac Connor, a lot. And um, I met him through my teammate, Daniel, because my teammate, Daniel Batuli, told me that he was a great guy. And I sat down and talked with him a bunch. And they, uh, they actually went out to see my stepmom and talked with her. And me and her had a conversation, and she said that they were the guys because I don't make any decisions without her um, uh, putting her two cents in it. So uh, we make a lot of decisions together because she's like my rock. So I definitely um, lean on her when I need to make big decisions and things like that, and she's helped me with this process. So I kind of, when I uh, signed with them, I kind of knew that uh, they were going to be the guys that were going to represent me, and I knew that they had a pretty decent background representing Eric Berry, uh, former Vols. So um, I would felt uh, pretty confident going into make, making that decision. Yeah, definitely. I mean, a great group of people. And, I mean, you really did yourself some good. I mean, uh, you know, I'm around a lot of it. And like you said, I, I never hear any bad things. And, uh, they're, they're, you know, the track record speaks for itself. I mean, uh, usually the people they represent uh, become very successful. And hopefully the same uh, fruition comes to you, Daryl. Um, do you get cliche? I mean, it's a cliche question. But, I mean, do you get comparisons to anybody that's at that next level? Um, I try to model my game after Khalil Mack a little bit just because he's a, a big um, Jack backer and he rushes the passer really well. But I try to model my game off of him because he's big and strong. He also he can use his speed being uh, so big. So I definitely try to model my game off of him a little bit. Definitely. I, I can see that, man. Like I said, uh, you just I, I can't wait to see you get back to full strength and, and, and knock this thing out of the ballpark in your pro day, and hopefully everything goes well there. Um, we are almost out of time. We know you're busy. You said you're getting your smoothie. You're getting back to doing what you got to do in this daily grind as you make your path. But uh, before we let you go, we'd like to have some fun. Um, we call it three and out, um, a few off-the-wall questions. Um, you ready to take a shot with those? Sure. All right. Um, how about this first one? Um, Coach Pruitt, um, does anybody do a great impersonation of him or would they do it in front of him? 
Uh, yeah, I think we have a bunch of guys that can do a, a great impression of Coach Pruitt on on, uh, on the University of Tennessee football team. <laughs> but I think one of the guys is definitely Tyler Bird. Uh, he kind of he left me this year. We uh, graduated this year, so I think he's one of those funnier guys that can definitely do a, a great impression on him. <laughs> I love it. And how about another Vols question? Um, did anybody have a fun, crazy nickname team, and how'd they get it? Um, I don't think anybody had any crazy nicknames. Uh, we all have pretty normal nicknames for from where we come from and uh, kind of nicknames that we got when we are here, too. But uh, I kind of created my nickname, and I was used my initials uh, when I got here to Tennessee. But, um, yeah, I think nobody had no really crazy nicknames. Everything was pretty normal for the most part. <laughs> Excellent. And how about this one? Um, you make it big. You're that guy that we see doing all the commercials. Um, what would Daryl Taylor love to kind of sell the public and represent and be the face of? Well, Daryl Taylor is a pretty great guy. He's funny. He's athletic, and he's uh, definitely going to be a guy that's going to show up on the field on Sundays. <laughs> nice. I like it. And then the final one before we let you go today, um, the weekend of the draft, the week of the draft, I'm sure you're going to be with family and friends. Who's the best cook in your family, and what would you like that person to have ready for you to make as you kind of celebrate this journey to your next level? Um, I would say it would be my aunt Curly Mae out of Waverly, Virginia. She uh she cooks really well, and she's like a, a older woman, so she cooks really well. And I love when she cooks for me, and I go home and visit her, and I get a bunch of uh, supplies from my house and everything, like toiletries and stuff. So I definitely uh definitely want her to be one of the cooks uh for draft day. Daryl, hey, man, stay blessed, stay humble, stay hungry. Fabulous career. And, again, I, I really think we all think uh, we really think the best is yet to come for you. you. You pack a ton of talent. So, hey, man, stay, you know, stay to the grind, and we appreciate you sharing some of your day with us. All right. Thank you, man. No problem at all. Once again, that is Daryl Taylor. And, again, this kid, I mean, he's freakishly athletic, and you, you, you can kind of see that burst, that edge. And this kid just he's just disruptive and consistent. I think that's the thing I love most about him. It's just a constant. It's just, you know, he he's not one of those guys that kind of fades out of the game. You're gonna see him represent on every snap. And that personally I think that's what it is. And and talking with Nagy, I think that's one of the things he loved most about him as well. As always, we appreciate you joining us here on the C two P This has been a C to P exclusive. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.